taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the Ambuja food and when you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit down down with the Ambuja food and Good morning, Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody. This is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. And Rashawn Foray, your unbougie foodie. Junior. What? He used his real name. Yo. His full name. Mm-hmm. Well, Switching he, it up today. He has reasons to be to, to use that and everything. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Um, it is, it's a gloomy, okay, I won't say gloomy. We're trying to be positive here. It's a a Uh, a chilly day. It's a gray Saturday morning. You know, still get out and you know there are so many things that you could do, find to do with food. I mean, hello, winter farmers market and a whole bunch of other activities and whatnot. But hopefully, you've checked out our Facebook page. Um, So once again, well, not even once again, but I want to thank you for just sitting down with me this morning. And, uh, yeah, monster that it is. I know, right? Um, <laughs> we're ha- we were having camera problems this morning. We were trying to do Facebook Live. Anyway, thank you so much for taking a mom- uh, few moments to sit down with uh, me, with us uh, this morning. Uh, we're going to be ta- uh, covering a very great uh, topic, if you would, uh, food so- resources within the Twin Cities. And... Um, th- let me first give you the telephone number if you have any places or resources that you'd like to share with folks, especially because we're in the time that we're in. I mean, gosh, we might be, I don't, I'm not wishing this, believe me, knock on wood. I don't want us to go back into like another stay at home order or anything, but you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but that's what we're going to be talking about getting food resources. So again, let me invite you to call into the radio station 651-234-79 that is 651-200-3479 uh, please feel free to follow us on facebook which is the unbougie foodie uh, on instagram it is the underscore unbougie foodie and twitter is at unbougie foodie for the show and then you can also follow me on twitter at the unbougie foodie junior less show stuff more just you know fun thoughts behind the scenes kind of stuff so if you have any questions that are maybe not explicitly food related you can hit me up there yeah exactly so again uh let's get right into it and gosh i really wish we are maybe i don't know if i were to have like a break or something like that then i kind of like hey we're back we're live but we're gonna get uh started um i guess there's a number of of different food resources that are in the uh, in the Twin Cities that we could take advantage of. And I'm just going to be very personal right now and say that a few years ago, um, 
even before I had a dog or before I had my nephew living with me. Um, I was by, my, by myself, you know. Of course, I had friends in the Twin Cities and, and whatnot, and they always made it a point to invite me, you know, over, not just on the holidays or so forth, but just hey come over for dinner or come hang out with us for the day or whatever they wanted to make sure that you know i had something to do or someone to hang with and then um i think around the holiday time period they kind of realized that gosh we don't really hear from you what's going on or what whatnot and i told them i was being very honest and just vulnerable as they say um i get very sentimental i mean i, I so thinking i'm in my head so much about people family uh friends um it it can get you really in a really you know bad place if you're not careful and i think i wasn't even caring that much about going out get groceries or food and things like that um yeah they found i think i didn't have any food not real food in the apartment and it was just because i wasn't going out and i was concentrating on paying bills and so on and so forth it was it was a difficult time let me just put it that way and one day she and i say she so i'm gonna just say her name amy um furchner and her husband invited me jason amy and jason furchner they invited me to go to this place I think it was called Ruby's Pantry. And I had never been to a food shelf or anything. And not that I thought, uh, you know, I'm working. I should be having enough food and this and that. We went to this place and it was such a humbling experience because I I knew that I was a little bit hard up on money. (laughs) And... We went there with, I think, $20, and we left with, like, 40 pounds of chicken, vegetables. I mean, and, and actually, I take that back. It was, like, more like 50 pounds of chicken. It was in a box. It was, You know how the chicken, your frozen chicken or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. legs, thighs, or whatever, it was like that It, it, it before they're putting it out to... The grocery stores. Yeah, when they still have it in like that. Yeah, and like it's a crate almost. And literally, there was these huge trucks and everything of the vegetables and the chicken and and, and so forth. And put it on the table. And I thought it was just like, here's the box. You go in there and take a a chicken, a a package of chicken, grab some vegetables and things like that. And they put three up there three boxes and they said here you go and we we're looking at one another like what? what what do you mean and they're like each person gets one it gets a box I mean and that was just the chicken and then we went down this like line of potatoes and veg- other vegetables and root vegetables and bread and milk and I deep down inside, I'm not going to lie. I started to cry because I'm like, 
I, I don't know if I should say I, I, I didn't think I was really, like really worthy to get even though you know it was a $20 donation it wasn't like you have to come and pay $20 but it was a $20 donation but it was just like wow so I know that I can't eat 50 pounds of chicken so what I did uh, after kind of like finally getting over the shock of getting all this food and everything I shared a around people in my apartment building i mean i broke it up in bags it took me a probably like about a day well yeah about a day because it was it was frozen <laughs> so you had to let it thaw so i'm letting 50 pounds of chicken thaw in my refrigerator and then i just kind of like put them in grocery bags or whatever i kept i think probably about 10 to 15 pounds for myself and then i just went to other people's doors and just knocked on the door and said you know here you go I mean, it wasn't because I'm like, I, I want to share it with other people. I didn't want to keep it for myself. I mean, anyone could say, well, you could have made a whole bunch of chicken soup or chicken this and chicken that or whatever. But I'm like, why just keep it for myself? I know personally I can't eat 50 pounds of chicken as one individual. For them, you know, my friends, they have a family, they two kids plus themselves. You know, that's four people. You know, so, of course, it's possible. But even they were like, oh, no, we went and gave another box to somebody. We split ours in half and, you know, shared it with other people. So, I mean, long story short, long story short, I'm saying that I didn't even know about this resource. And it came at a time where it was like I needed not only encouragement, but some type of, I don't know, uh, just... (laughs) resources food resource right, just a little bit yeah so i equate that all to whenever i talk about in the past about food resources or food shelves or um organizations that are within the community it all brings me back to that to that moment when you know it was shared with me and i started sharing with it with other people because i remember sharing it with uh, two like two other co-workers um, I was still working at Wells Fargo and I shared it with them and they were like, what? And they found out and then they shared with other people. But it was it it made me feel good to be able to share that. And so I want to be able to share any information or resources that I have about food um, here as well. So, I mean, I've been talking a lot, I know, but I just want to get started with some of those. And one of the ones that I found and we're going to be going back and forth on on ones that we have, you know, we found and that you know we're going to be sharing. But I think one organization that you're probably very familiar with, especially within the Twin Cities, is uh, Second Heart uh, Second Harvest Heartland. Uh, they have events and you know promotions, um, you know, on a you know throughout the calendar. So a number, if you go to I believe it's the number two harvest.org and then go to the, like their events and promotions calendar. You'll be able to see upcoming events um, and opportunities for you to participate in. This is more of uh, oftentimes maybe making a donation so that they food can actually be available for individuals within the community making sure that no family is left hungry and even though that is you know that's 
I, I use that phrase, but there's a very a similar phrase for no kid left hungry or we'll talk about that in a little bit too but specifically with second harvest heartland um they have all these different events that you could participate in walk to end hunger um that's going to be on um november uh 26 2020 um and i'm not exactly sure I think it's going to be a, a virtual format. I think they're, they're uh, specifying it here, saying that the event is uh, returning this year in a brand new virtual uh, format. Uh, it'll give individuals or registrants uh, opportunity to walk at their own pace uh, and maybe even walk and fight from a hunger from their couch. So that means donating, if you would, uh doing other volunteer uh, opportunities uh, for this event as well. But that's just one way. Um, f- another way, uh, I guess they are partnering with, or maybe they're just uh, collaborating with Fresh Time Market. Uh, Fresh Time Market, uh, they have, let's see, it's a, called a um, Fresh Time Roundup. And here is another opportunity for the community to come together to fight hunger while they're shopping. So by choosing Roundup on your bill at the register, you'll be able to help Second Harvest Heartland support any increased number of neighbors that are facing food insecurities. Um, You all are probably very aware that that is one of the things that I I talk about and I feel very strongly about Uh, just from a a younger years, I guess, what you say, teenage, even earlier than that. Um, we are a family that was on public assistance or government assistance, not public assistance. I guess you call it the same thing. Um, I'll say it, food stamps, you know. Uh, it, even though it was a stigmatism back then, telling you not now, I mean, it's helpful. Um, People are really and people that probably have never thought they would be on government or public assistance are now on it or they have to rely on it. Right. These times have switched up a lot of things. For oh, a heck lot yeah, of uh, definitely. So, you know, uh, if you've not noticed in the promo that I put out today, um, we all do have to ask for help sometime in our life. And there's no shame in it, uh, especially if. You know, it's coming from a place of sincerity. Um, and if you're reaching out to people and letting them know, it's like, hey, you know, I need help. You know, and it, I think it's one of there are like two things right now. Well, maybe three or four. But the main two things that people are struggling with right now, food and housing. And although this is a food show and we we're, could honestly talk about almost any subject. Um, those two things are the main things that are on the minds, hearts, and souls of the community, or just individuals, and not even just the Twin Cities, but across the across the nation. Right, um, national issue. It's kind of what's on, like you said, on the minds of everyone right. going in. Those were the 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 two things that were pretty heavily affected with um, a lot of the pandemic shutdowns and things of the like. Right, exactly. Um, but it's it's important for us to know that 
because we are during do, during this time of the COVID crisis uh, or the pandemic um, situation that we're we're all in. It's not just hitting one person or, or you know just uh, one group of people. It's it's hitting all of us in ways that we've never thought of. Um, we talk so much about restaurants closing or you know them being having to pull back on how often they could now serve people. You know, I think we're as of yesterday, restaurants now have to close at ten o'clock. Where mm-hmm. you know, in the past. Even though, yeah, maybe their kitchens were probably closing at 10 o'clock. There are some restaurants that are still opened up until at least 12 o'clock. You know, people are still coming in and probably buying or, you know, sitting down to have a meal or whatnot. And I'm not just talking about a club or whatever it is. It's an actual restaurant or something or places that may have been open 24 hours, you know, now have to actually close at 10 o'clock. Look at the numbers of how we have to draw back on the number of individuals that can actually be in attendance or in that space of a restaurant. It was what, 250. Now we're down to 150. Mm-hmm. So again, now again, this is, this is not to say that, you know, all these folks that you when know, we're talking about food resources, but Hey, we're talking about, re- you know, restaurants go out and eat. And no, that's not really what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we're focused so much right now about food and people trying to find uh, ways to obtain it for their families. Um, Restaurants themselves, you know, they're still trying to stay in business. What happens after the fact, after we get out of this or we get through it? I mean, put it that way, because who's to say we're ever going to get past it or out of it. But we get through it to a certain extent and we start to open up and you're like, okay, where are the restaurants? Well, a lot of them had to close. Mm-hmm. People are now having to rely really on cooking at home or preparing things at home. Um, a lot of people are really learning how to cook <laughs> right about now because <laughs> they can't spend that money. You know, where is their you know, rent going to come from? Um, and it's rent or food food or rent you know and when you might be limited on funds you're like these choices that you have to make are very very difficult so having organizations like uh you know second harvest um heartland that have events you know that help uh you the community support them to provide uh you know food uh you know to communities and so forth um is very helpful you know, there are so many other uh, opportunities for you to be involved. Um, and so, you know, check out their their website. Once again, I encourage you to go to two, the number two harvest dot org uh, and find out, you know, look for maybe an event that you might be interested in. There are so many that are coming up, you know, from now all the way till the end of, um, you know, 2020, December 31st. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to kind of start focusing on some organizations that are within like the twin cities that you could um, really go to. And even some of these places are ones that you can uh, uh, really volunteer. Maybe you don't, maybe you're not the individual that needs to have uh, a food, you know, participate in that food resource. Maybe you want to actually, uh, 
be a volunteer and help pack some foods or box some foods or whatever so you could they could be distributed to families nephew do you have one that you want to share um yeah this one it's um for the Haley Q Brown Community Center and I'll post this um this little flyer on our Facebook so you guys can check it out for yourselves but um they're asking for volunteers to either make a monetary donation or to donate uh food items for some Thanksgiving meal bags that they're getting set up um you can donate uh frozen turkeys canned corn boxed potatoes canned carrots anything that you might uh you might have on hand or even you can volunteer your time if you'd want to help them set up the bags and again we'll post um the link with um some more pertinent information on it but cool again that's the haley q brown community center cool 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 thanks for sharing that um there is a organization it's called freefood.org and if you go to that webpage, there are literally you can go by state and you could go search by zip code as well so freefood.org gives you an opportunity to find a food pantry soup kitchens uh, within your area um, again maybe it is just that you are low on on resources um, and you just need an opportunity to get by for the week or for you know a couple of days until you maybe your next paycheck or something and even then you know you're still limited um there are resources that are out there in the community um for you so uh, i'm currently on it right now so freefood.com excuse me dot org and i am scrolling down i am no i'm not going to michigan (laughs) going to uh minnesota If I could just, I'll get there. Okay, so when you click on Minnesota, you could definitely go to. It is specific um, by areas or by cities. Um, going down, uh, I'm checking in St. Paul, and I mentioned the Twin Cities. So again, I, I'm you know, because we're here in the East Side. I'm looking at. Um, St. Paul, just to kind of start off with for uh, individuals that are uh, within the community that are looking for some place. But I mean, literally, you have at least 20 or at least 15 of them that are available, maybe a little bit more. But I'll name just a few. One is Francis. And this one I'm not familiar with, but. Um, you could actually actually go to like their detail page as well uh, if you're maybe not familiar with the organization and you want to find out well, what is it you know do they ask for anything do you know do, what do I have to do um, is there some type of donation or or whatnot you know it may just be that they said no we just want you to make want to make sure that you and your family have something to eat for you know your next meal or whatnot um there is a detail page for each one of them so you could definitely go to them uh one of them is uh francis basket food shelf uh it's located at 1292 east maynard drive um i believe that's maybe suite 410 that's in st paul 551 
1616 uh, and when you go to their you know the details of it you know you could uh, go to their website we're doing this in real time y'all <laughs> real time Ooh man I apparently I can't get to that one at the moment but definitely uh, you can contact them uh, as well their telephone number is 651-699-0986 once again Francis Food uh, Francis Basket Food Shelf um, the address is 1293 East uh, Maynard Drive Suite 410 in St. Paul uh, 55116 um, let's see another one I'm I I'm familiar with only because I lived down the street from it is Keystone Community Services uh, Rice Street Food Shelf. Uh, they are located at 1457 Rice Street in St. Paul. That's five five one one seven. And where is there? They have a Facebook page, too. So if you're interested, you could always go to their Facebook page to find out that information. That Monday through Friday is when they're open um, from 10 a.m. till 12 and 1 until 3 p.m. Um, you might also, by going to their Facebook page, you would also be able to uh, check out when they are having certain events or um offering opportunities for folks to uh, participate in uh, obtaining food resources um, maybe you've, if you've gone down Rice Street maybe you've seen their food mobile parked in the parking lot um, as well but very similar to I think Twin Cities Mobile Market if you're not familiar with Twin Cities Mobile Market this is a smaller version of that um, it's the food mobile but under of course um, Keystone they offer an opportunity for folks to basically have a mobile grocery store. Um, there are grocery stores that are a distance away from people. <laughs> uh, you are literally on the bus for a, a bit <laughs> to, you know, rather than having it in your local community. I, I, I can't really... I can't say enough about that. I mean, we, we've seen in the past, and I have to go back in time just a bit, you know, it's an unpleasant time, but during the time of, of George Floyd and just with the civil unrest and so forth that was occurring, when there was no opportunity for any food, you know, the grocery stores and, and so forth, and places were just like, okay, we're closing at 12, 12, p, 12 p.m., like in the afternoon, right. you're like, what now you know i don't get off work until three or something and i'm trying People to were just kind of like sitting there like well right guess we're not going to the grocery store or, or something there needs to be there are reason there would have to be resources right. but even with even prior to that you know there were grocery stores that were just closing like in the community and i'm going to use one as an example that's not too far from the radio station um cub closed over on Arcade. Um, uh, if you're familiar with where, uh, where is it? Oh, there's a rent-a-center. There's a, oh, oh, I guess on the east side, um, there was a cub. Okay. 
folks didn't really like this club so much because this seemed to cause some unhappiness uh, for whatever <laughs> circumstance I don't know but when it closed for a good while there was no grocery stores over here and then Kmart closed that's not really a grocery store it's kind of like I don't know a retail store a department store right you know I mean it had its own little food area but it wasn't like vegetables and and where you could say okay I'm gonna actually cook a meal it's like okay well you want to put something in the microwave here here you go you know but when the grocery store closed over there on um, on arcade the community was like in an uproar like why did you guys do this yeah no one had any type of answers if you would and I remember at the time when that happened I had just started working at at (laughs) my new job and had the opportunity to uh, the St. Paul um, mayor if you would um, Mayor Carter came over came to the the job I'm trying not to use the work (laughs) but he came to the job and folks were asking questions about I don't know political and so forth and here I am I I raise my hand and they hand me the mic and I'm asking him about what are we going what are you going to do about the food deserts that's over in the east side of St. Paul silence in the whole auditorium and I mean he did respond quick enough and he was like well thank you for your 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 question you know we are addressing that we realize that there is uh, a need for uh, good quality and nutritious foods over in the east side Um, so we are working on that it felt good to actually bring up that question but still there was this long period of time of okay when we're gonna get a grocery store you know over here you know so that folks because it was it's so central people had the ability to at least walk down the street and go to the grocery store or if they did have to get on the bus it was just a a short distance now you're kind of in certain areas now there is a grocery store over there now it is. It's called Sun World, and I I do love it. Um, it is more uh, Asian uh, focused, or yeah, I'll say Asian focused. Um, and it, it offers gro- you know regular groceries and cereals and everything that you would American would find or would want, if you would. And I said I'd say that very tactfully because some folks are like. I'm not going to that store. I don't know what's in it or whatever. I'm like, really? Just go in and just look. Um, and so there's a grocery store there now. But in other places, I mean, even right now, uh, I know that Northeast, um, they are having issues with um, having places, you know, community members that don't have an opportunity to get to a grocery store very conveniently. Uh, they have to rely on maybe friends and family and again there's nothing wrong with that but why not already have it in the community you know it's it's something that really needs to be talked about and needs to be mentioned did you want to did you have anything or i was just going to kind of piggyback off what you were saying in terms of um, accessibility and you brought up earlier that if you go to the um keystone community services um facebook page under the events tab yeah it has all the upcoming events for where the food mobile is going to be set exactly. up and things like that but also it has um, not only dates but locations 
so you can kind of coordinate and find somewhere that's um that's convenient for you to get to whether walking distance short distance on the bus but under each event from where the food mobile um is it's going to have their location so that you can better coordinate so that it can try and be accessible for as many people in the community as possible yeah and some other information regarding it when you go to their the details um, page for and again we're just using keystone as an example we're still taking into consider or they are still taking into consideration uh you know the COVID 19 um uh, pandemic that we are enduring right now so They've changed how they do services a bit, so they're not able to offer full choices in the food shelf um, that they used to. So it would almost be that you could go inside and then just pick up you know, things or pick out certain things that you would need for your family. Um, but what they have done is they've indicated that the current deli- um, service is that every household will receive dry goods produce and refrigerated or freezer items um, per your household size and your diet preference for instance if you're uh, vegetarian or vegan or something Um, but again keeping in mind that not able to provide public restrooms at the time uh, encouraging people to stay six feet apart um, you know the social distancing you know even during a pandemic season the situation I don't want to say situation. I gotta find another word for it. What w- crisis? Um, there are still resources that are looking to find ways to help you ensure that you have food for your family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, use these resources. I'm telling you. Um, I sound like a command. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be encouraging with it because. Clearly, it is use it, these resources. <laughs> I know because I mean sorry. now more than ever, you know, us coming together as a community is super important. Yeah, and we're all struggling to a certain extent for with you know with whatever you might be going through, but we're all having having a go of it. So if we can have these opportunities in the community that can help alleviate some of that stress that you know, like you said, this crisis is you know creating. All the better. And it's taking a toll on us in ways that probably people probably never thought of. You know, the stress levels. um, Yeah, just when these resources are here, um, you know, we're certainly encouraged um, not to think that, oh, that's I'm just going to say it because some folks are like, oh, well, that's for poor people. Go ahead, say what you were going to say. <laughs> I know that some people may think that, but be genuine with yourself. Oh, right. We're all a little poor in this situation. Let me not. No, say it. <clears throat> Without cussing. Oh, no, it I, was no, I know was, that you weren't, but I'm just saying. No, I was just going to say, making sure your family has what they need and making sure that everyone's good should supersede your pride. Exactly. Do what you need to, to take care of your family. Exactly. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you might have to say, okay, well, I'm only going to put this much on this bill and this much on this bill. Cause I need to buy some groceries, you know, some things like that. That, I mean, you have to do what you have to do. 
you know, especially if you're, you, you have a family or sometimes even if you're by yourself, you realize, dang, I'm not going to get paid for another two weeks. Um, let me put a little bit on this. Let me put a little bit on that. You know, we're all having some type of financial something right now. Uh, we have to make arrangements with housing or maybe a landlord or something like that. And but don't leave yourself just without or any opportunity for you to have a way to feed your family. And if there here are resources that are available for you, um, we're encouraging you to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're there with a with a purpose of helping you. Um, I I can't speak for them, but I know that as a person that once in my life uh, or more than once um, have had to, you know, hey, go to a, a food shelf or, or something like, yeah, uh, take advantage of it. it it's not going to hurt you. It, it takes nothing off your back. No one's really going to think less of you yeah yeah <laughs> I, I that's all I have to say on that mm-hmm. but here's another one though <laughs> department <laughs> of Indian work I'm I'm it, no it's not so much that I'm trying to be emotional or anything about it but it's just like when you've had the experiences in your life before and you know they especially around this time where one we're getting it we're in the cold People don't want to have to stand on the bus. I mean, on the, you know, waiting for a bus to go to a grocery store that is like two miles away from them or something. You're like, dang, don't you have a grocery store? Like maybe like a half a mile away. Not that you're going to walk a half a mile in the grocery store. Or what about a convenience store around the corner? A little bodega or, oh, well, don't you have, you know, fast food places on, on a certain street or something like that? Look at Rice Street for us. We have... Before we get to the grocery store, any grocery store, we have just about every fast food, McDonald's, Burger King, uh, Taco Bell, uh, Church's Chicken, sorry, we only wish, Popeye's Chicken, yeah, right, Uh, Popeye's Chicken, yeah, Dairy Queen, I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, that's, that's five, and I know that there's more, there are, there are restaurants, of course, but I'm just saying, hello, uh, the other, you know, little, you know, fried chicken places, fried wings and fried, all of these places are all up along. But when, and this is all on like within, I'd say a mile on Rice Street, you have to still go at probably about another mile, if you would, to get to the grocery store. I mean, after passing all of this, you know, if you only have maybe like two or three dollars in your pocket or something like that, oh well, I guess I'm gonna be going to Taco Bell. They have nothing less since uh No, here's what you, you do. Know. You got three dollars. Right. Go to Burger King, you get ten pieces, ninety nine. For one forty nine. Well, anyway, we're not supposed to be talking about prices or anything. But I'm just saying the nuggets are yeah. fire. Well, uh yeah. But you see what we're talking about. Right, you got about. a ton of options. I mean, clearly but are they healthy? You right. know, are they are do, they nutritious? Burger, I don't know the nutrition facts on Burger King. Right. right. <laughs> but, you know, but then think about that, too. It's like, OK, maybe an adult is like, yeah, I could kind of push this for the for the night or whatever. Right. And I'll make it work. I'll make it right. But what if you have two or three kids? Right. You know, and all you have once again 
I put gas in the car or whatever, and I'm like, dang, I got five dollars, and I got two kids, or my plus myself, and you know, you could possibly go and buy some ramen, you know, for two dollars and have a pack of ten or something like that maybe if you have some hot dogs maybe if you buy two eggs or something like that you could probably whip something something up exactly possibly but as you're driving along mommy are we going to mcdonald's daddy let's go over here to burger king i mean yeah no i'm sorry not sure i'm making light of that but Uh, what we're saying is though in in you need nutritious food all all your money is mr fantastic it's stretching exactly we're trying to offer you ways we can find and ways that you might be able to help alleviate the stress that's on your pocket. Exactly. Sorry. I get kind of caught up. There, again, still are other places within... Uh, I'm, I'm using St. Paul because that's what we're... We are in on the east side. We have Neighborhood House over here. The Neighborhood House Food Shelf. They're located at 179 Roby Street. I think... Well, I, I say Roby. I've heard Roby Street East. That's in St. Paul, Minnesota, 55107. Um, once again, going to their details page, you could find... Uh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, go to their details page. They are open from Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, and 1 to 4 Um if you're going to actually visit on Tuesday or Thursday, they do actually ask that you uh, make an appointment. Um, if you have some questions or wanting to find out maybe about eligibility or if you, you know, are they going to be having a type of program? There's also a telephone number that you could call for them as well, um, too, specifically. But uh, for information regarding eligibility, 651-789-3630. For their main phone number, it is 651-789-2500. You can always reach out to them by email as well. They also have a Facebook page, so definitely check them out. Um, I'm... um, I've been over there when I volunteered uh, for um, Cinco de Mayo and so I've kind of familiarized myself with um, the organization but of course I'd like to find out more Um, but I know that they are an organization that looks out for the community specifically um, when you're on the east side um, or in St. Paul overall so definitely check them out there, like I said, there are so many more that you have an opportunity. And, and again, this is just that was just St. Paul that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can go to, again, freefood.org uh, and find out so much more uh, within the Twin Cities. It is by zip code. If you just want to find it, maybe by city list of cities. Um, that you could find them in, and these resources are readily available for you to, you know, to take advantage of them. Again, want to encourage you to do so. Um, I know that we've been talking; I have been talking a lot, um, but you know, I wanted to also mention that if you were probably thinking, "Well, I, I, I don't really need to," you know, I, someone else should definitely have a part of their take part in that um you know those food resources whatever but how can i help what other things can i do 
Um, and I think, Nephew, you probably have a few that you could probably share. Um, yeah. So there was a um, an article on feedingamerica.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about how you can volunteer at a food pantry during the holidays. It's, um, it's a numbered list, about five points, but it just talks about, well, you know, it's in the, it's in the title. So um, for how you want to be able, um, if you want to be able to help, uh, number one, it just recommends that you contact your local food bank or holiday uh, for holiday volunteering opportunities. Um, you can use any of the resources that we may have brought up here today, but on the website, it also has a link of um, to help you find your local food bank that you might be able to, again, contact them, see who's in charge, maybe coordinate something, see if you can volunteer to help out. That's awesome. Um, number two, you, it says you can work out the best time for you and your family. Make it a family event. You guys can all go and uh, and do something to help your community. Um, no, I was going to just mention that, you know, uh, that especially about the first point um, around the holidays, um, folks feel, I'm just going to say, a bit more generous. Their hearts are a little softened uh, a bit. And so they want to help out in the community um, in whatever way possible. And it, it may not be, again, Sometimes feeling better about uh, getting encouragement or getting uplifted um, can be simply by helping somebody else. So even though you may not, you may feel, okay, I, I have the resources, but can, how, what can I do to help? I don't really have any like monetary contributions that I could offer, but maybe you could offer yourself, you know, as a volunteer but I, I was saying that because because of that, folks want to volunteer. So especially around the ho- the holidays, you know, the opportunities for volunteering could really picks up. The opportunity for, for volunteering really picks up. So these maybe these lists or these food banks and food shelves are having, you know, a lot of people come in and say, hey, I want to I want to I want to help. What can mm-hmm. I do? Put me to work. And everything. So sometimes you have to be either be patient or realize that maybe this food shelf or this one that I've contacted, this one's full. Still want to help? Find someplace else. Right, and that's a good segue into the the next point. Once you have gotten signed up to volunteer, what actually um, kind of help would you, might you be able yeah. to provide? So it brings up that you can help distributing food to your neighbors. Either um, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what. Um, what methodology they might have in place in lieu of you know COVID, COVID. precautions and yeah. things like that, but the ones that they have listed here are uh, helping out at a drive-through, uh, drive-through or mobile pantry, checking in and visiting uh, members of the community and helping you know, to make sure that their food is well stocked. Um, it goes on to you can ex- assist in uh, holiday meals, either in um, again distributing them to people or. Um, uh, yeah, helping to deliver them, helping to um, sort them on delivery trucks for further distribution, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, helping to assemble the, do- the donations That's themselves. a good one. That's a great one. That's a one. really good one. Um, and again, helping to deliver uh, potentially meals uh, 
whole meal kits or just plates to uh, members of the community. But it also brings up here at the bottom, it says, you know, you can help with anything, restocking yeah. shelves, helping to direct traffic during these um, drive through food distribution uh, centers, or helping to uh, sweep the pantry just to make sure things are running smoothly. So any little thing can be a big help in making sure the whole overall project goes smoothly. Exactly. Like you're bringing up, you know, a lot of people are volunteering. Right. So any little thing that you can um, contribute can make a really big difference overall. Here's some other ways too, uh, which I thought were really helpful. Um, you know, folks probably are thinking, okay, well, I can't really, I'm, I don't feel comfortable with going out um, maybe to the food bank or whatever, but what ways can I help maybe from my own home or some someplace where I feel safe? Well, there's virtual volunteering, you know, and some of the, uh, you know, food banks or food resources, they've actually moved their volunteer shifts uh, to online or doing things online. So you could be calling donate donors to thank them. Uh, maybe it was a grocery store that donated a number of different um, uh, fruits or vegetables or whatever so that we could so that the food bank could actually pack it in a box to feed for the community, um, you know, uh, showing your appreciation or helping the food bank or food shelf uh, organization show their appreciation for uh, the contribution that they provided. Um, but then there's fundraising that you could do maybe on behalf of, in this case, for Feeding America or whichever local food bank that you have in your area. This is one that the last one that I'm going to bring out is one that I thought was really um, was really awesome, too. And that is um, uh, I just lost it. Oh, writing thank you cards, you know, um, or gratitude journals. You know, there there are a number of ways to get your family involved. And that's a that's a great way. I mean, get a bunch of thank you cards uh, and, you know, send it out to the community or, you know, the write a little note to the community to the organization itself and thanking them for the work that they're doing as well so i mean be be involved you know get involved too you know if if you feel that this is you don't need to actually um utilize the resources the food resources but you still want to help here's a number of different ways that you could um, show your your gratitude, your appreciation for such an organization that is, is standing up within the community and making sure that people are fed. Mm-hmm, totally, and it also encourages um, people that if you did get a chance to volunteer, um, tell other people about yeah. it. Tell your friends. Recommend that they help too if they can, and then come back yourself. You know when when uh, volunteer season kind of rolls back around. And if, unfortunately, you missed volunteer season, um, you can spend time with, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> if you um, if you missed it, unfortunately, there's still always um, a gift, mon- uh, monetary donations are still a huge help with uh, projects like this. It takes a lot to keep the lights on, it takes a lot to keep things running, not just personnel. So anything that you can do to offer some type of support to, you know, a food shelf or um, uh, a local food bank or anything like that in your area is a huge, huge help. And I know that they'll appreciate it. No, definitely. Uh, I hope that these, we hope that these resources have been helpful. Um, There are many more that, you know, are within uh, the the neighborhood. Um, Just a few individuals that I know 
um, Chef J.D. Bao. He is uh, at uh, Salvation Army um, on, it's on Payne. Um, I believe it's 1900 um, Payne Avenue South, if I'm not mistaken. And I could probably find that address and, and make mention of it in, in a post, a follow-up post. Um, but, you know, there are you know restaurants, too, that I'm quite sure that during this time period uh, that are going to be extending themselves to offer opportunities of, you know, if there's a family that's in need and they don't have it, you know, you know, people are talking about Thanksgiving this and Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, we're just around the holidays in, in general where even right now we know that we really are being encouraged not to really have these large gatherings. And so maybe you have to stay at home. Um, make sure you're reaching out to people. Make sure you're reaching out to the resources because it, maybe you were probably relying on someone to invite you over and maybe they probably knew that hey, I want to invite this person over because maybe they're having a hard time. Maybe they're just trying to make it uh, with their family or whatever, and uh, we want to help feed them. We may, you may not have that opportunity now uh, where we're trying to make sure that everyone stays safe, not just by staying at home, but, hello, you know, the social distancing thing and wearing your mask and washing your hands and, and everything that we have to do to keep ourselves safe, keep our family safe, our friends as well. You know, those opportunities of really gathering as much as we like have been curtailed. And it's we're not talking about doom and gloom right now. We are still trying to be able to encourage people that if you maybe were relying on maybe a that Thanksgiving dinner right and you're like, okay, I don't know what we're going to do there are resources. Mm-hmm. Please like make said, sure that you're using them. Like you said, not doom and gloom. We're just trying to encourage you guys to do what people do best. Exactly. Adapt. Yes. That's such a great way to put that. Definitely be adaptable um, and realize that um, there's always an opportunity to uh, get your family fed. Yeah. Man, uh, I feel like we've kind of like had a a little bit of a food therapy session. A little bit. <laughs> you know? I was about uh, to say, is it wrong that I'm super hungry right now? <laughs> what, but that's at every show, man. I know. I know. I know. We, we always get here. We, we never... I don't know why that is. Like, we never really eat. I don't... I, I don't We're know. We're pretty strapped for time in the morning. That's well, why. yes. But, you know, I for some reason or another, I think it, there's this nervousness that comes up. You know, if I eat something and then... I don't know just doesn't sit very well with me you know to eat something and then i'm coming in i'm like oh gosh oh no oh anyway anyway thank you all so much for tuning in we still have a few more moments so again if you had some place that you there was a resource that maybe you wanted to share um please uh you got a few more minutes to do so. <laughs> Please feel free to call in. Uh, we didn't want to forget about you, but we want to try to get as many resources uh, out to the community as possible. Uh, the telephone number is still 651-200-3479. Uh, once again, 651-200-3479. I want to thank those that are listening, not only locally, uh, driving around in your car, listening to 104.7 FM, WEQYLP St. Paul, but also those that are on uh, online that are 
Ooh, uh, we have a call. Wow. Okay. Go ahead, caller. Hi, caller. Thanks for your phone call. Uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from where I am. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Hi, sister. How are you? <laughs> My name is Annika. Who's your Annika, really? Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't play. Excuse me, listen. I, Erica, anyway, I love the way that you guys did your food therapy show today. And um, I wanted to add, hey, not to contradict you. Just speak up just a little bit uh, louder, sis. Um, there you go. Um, yeah. There really shouldn't be a... a season of volunteering. Volunteering is something that we want to do all the time. It, it comes to our attention more during those times of the holidays when someone might be down on their luck or not have enough for a fabulous meal, but those conditions exist when it's not the holiday. So I just wanted to throw that in there. No, I appreciate that. And you make a you do make a very valid point. Um, it shouldn't just be around the, the giving time or when you feel like, oh, well, here, I need to do a contribution for the holidays. It really should be uh, throughout throughout any time throughout the year. You know, um, we're we're all humans. You know, you see someone in need and you have an opportunity to help or can extend and make a contribution whether you know volunteering physically and so forth why not do so i really appreciate and you keep, and keep all of these resources that you guys gave um today so once we i'm not local um there's right. a lot of resources locally here but keep them in mind keep them you know in your phone and notes so if you come across someone who's in need of those resources you won't have to say oh i think i heard i think i know and just, you know, send it to them in a text message or someone that you know who could be in need of the resources but might not feel, you know, comfortable asking for help. You can just kind of shoot it to them in a text message or something. No, that's a good point. Thanks so much for your phone call. I appreciate it. You know, we love you. Love you <laughs> All right. <laughs> Later. Oh, man. So at the end, y'all you know, hear the jingle. I know y'all hear that jingle. You know, we are coming to the end of the show. I definitely want to thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate my sister for calling in and just kind of reminding us of, of that point. Um, make sure that you are, you know, volunteering and getting out there or contributing in whatever way that you can. But as always, never let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be or how to volunteer and help the community. Mm-hmm. It always brings us together. So until next time, peace. peace. Sit on down with the Unbuja Food Day.